Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages. Welcome to My Two Cents Podcast, episode 22, which is entitled... That the only thing we have to fear is fear itself. Fear. Today's title is called Fear. Now, before I break into everything, you know what I'm about to do. I'm about to read you the National Food Days for this week. And for today, May 16th, today is Barbecue Day. Tomorrow, May 17th, Cherry Cobbler Day. May 18th. Cheese Souffle Day, and also I Love Reese's Day. May 19th, Devil's Food Cake Day. May 20th, Quiche Lorraine Day, and also Pick Strawberries Day. May 21st, Strawberries and Cheek, Strawberries and Cream Day. And May 22nd, Vanilla Pudding Day. Now, let me break into the reason why I entitled this episode Fear. We as human beings, we as Americans, we as, well, just living organisms, we are afraid of the unknown we are afraid of anything if a shark were to come up on land right now we would be afraid to come close to it because we know that it bites but we wouldn't know would it bite our arm off or we bite our leg off it's that fear that we have we know that it bites but we don't know how much of it will bite off another example if somebody sees something in the sky they automatically might think it's a ufo because you have the conspiracy theorists that say, uh, there's a UFO that has been sighted in the sky. There was something else. It's that fear that we have as human beings is what makes us who we are. And with fear comes paranoia. Comes other emotions that we bring out within ourselves and also other human beings. Take, for example... Matter of fact, I'm going to just dive into it. This week in Myrtle Beach, we had a gas shortage. I'm not even going to say just us specifically. It was basically the lower southern areas, and I'm going to give you the states right now. Hold on one second. The states were Texas, Louisiana, Mississippi, Alabama, Georgia, Tennessee, South Carolina, North Carolina, Virginia, Maryland, Delaware, Pennsylvania, and New Jersey. Now, I told you that it hit the southern area states, but it did hit New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Maryland, and Delaware. Those are not technically southern. Well, New Jersey and Pennsylvania aren't, but you can kind of give Delaware and Maryland kind of a little bipartisan. But here's my point here. This week, we were hit with a gas uh, fuel shortage, if you will. And with that coming about in the news, uh, bringing this up to every human being that lived in these territories, in these areas, people do what people do best. People run out and try to get an abundance of gas as much as they can. And with that, it allowed other gas stations to pump up their price of the gas. 
Now, in business, you can't do that. That's called eye gouging. Well, that's eye gouging in regular human terms, but you cannot gouge prices. That's against the law, and they'll face some type of repercussion for it. Well, first and foremost, you have to catch them to do it. People are going to record it, but, I mean, I don't think they're really going to pay too much attention for it because people are trying to buy as much gas as it is. But the reason why they say there was a lot of gas being missing was because, and I'm reading this off to you from the USA Today, it is the Colonial Pipeline restores pipeline among, well, among shortage and gas shortage, higher gas prices and pandemic, well, panic buying. Colonial Pipeline reportedly paid a ransom of $5 million in cryptocurrency last week to computer hackers who seized control of a major petroleum pipeline, halting operations and throwing the U.S. southern well, southeastern states into a panic over gasoline shortage. The ransomware payments reported by Bloomberg Thursday contradicted early reports from sources, including the Washington reports and Reuters, that Colonial had not, well, had refused to pay. Bloomberg said Colonial paid on Friday, just hours after the pipeline was attacked. Once they received the payments, the hackers provided the operator with a decrypting tool to restore its dis. dis disabled computer network. Bloomberg reported someone familiar with the company's efforts said the tool was so slow that the company continued using its own backups to help restore the system. Colonial has declined to comment on the report. People paid supposed hackers because people took over the gas line. Now, let me just break this down to everybody if you don't understand this. You had people, hackers, if you will, take gas away from people. You had them seize and halt gas. Let me just bring you guys up on a thought here. Remember pandemic time, early 2019? Supposedly, we couldn't go out with me. We were on a lockdown, but people still had to go to work, right? People had to make the adjustment from the office life to working inside the home. Now, I'm just throwing this out here. Why did they not take gas and try to seize it at the beginning of the pandemic? Think about it. People were grabbing tissue in the pandemic, right? People were hovering around the world in every state and every Walmart facility and any CVS, Walgreens. Whatever the place may be, people were looking for tissue. And that's just last year. People were all going crazy because tissue was the thing that you had to get. Why didn't people hack the pipeline system for gas then and try to grab gas? Let me tell you the reason why. It wasn't on the radar because people were not, people already had the idea that, well, I'm going to stay inside the house. I'm going to, everything's now been switched over to home life. We're not going to be working online and everything else. But now, since we are back and everything's opening up again, because before 2021 is over, everything's going to be reopened again. Musicians are going to be touring. 
people are going out their house to try to resume regular life, which was paused and taken away from them in 2020. People are going to buy tickets to everything that they can so they won't miss the next big up-and-coming star or the next uh, sporting event. People are going to take advantage of life much more than they did in 2020. So now with that being the optic, somebody supposedly hacked the system to seize off and cut off pipeline for gas for regular people. And with that, you saw that gas prices go high. I have a problem believing that somebody just cut the gas line. That somebody. Now, when I was watching the news with my parents and my siblings, it was reported that Russia did it. Now, again, I don't believe that, but let's just play the game. Let's just let's just play this little game with me here. And I, it's, let's say you believe it, right? I just gave you the states that it hit. And I'll give it to you again. The states were Texas, Mississippi, Louisiana, Alabama, Tennessee, Georgia, South Carolina, North Carolina, Maryland, Virginia, Delaware, Pennsylvania, in New Jersey. And I'll sprinkle in a little bit of Florida. Just a little sprinkle. You mean to tell me that you take these states, right? But you're not going after the capitals of the United States. And I put the S in there because I'm about to throw you the two capitals. California is a secondary capital, but the big capital is New York. New York was not on that reported list. California wasn't on that reported list. And if you want to throw Florida in, Florida wasn't even on that big reported list. It just had a sprinkling, the sprinkle being the substation, which was connected to the Georgia Central and even the Alabama in the Mississippi part, just that little sub areas were touched by this because people were rushing down from that area from where it connects from Georgia and Alabama and uh, Mississippi to Florida. You people of those states were driving down to Florida in those beginning parts to see if they can get gas. You mean to tell me that Russia attacked these southern slash little bit above us eastern states and he didn't go after the two big <laughs> big capitals of America. That's what you mean to tell me. That's what you want me to believe, right? I broke that down to my family and they immediately saw the what I was painting to them. They saw it. I told them what I'm telling you, that they attacked all these states and they didn't attack California and New York. I mean, the states are opening back up and everybody's getting litty. Everybody's going out. Everybody is blowing their gasket. Everybody is just going and trying to resume back to 
life before COVID, right? Going out, people trying to have their little hot summers, showing off their body that they couldn't show off before COVID took it. You mean to tell me that people in Russia didn't attack those places? That's a crock of dog poop. That's a whole bag of flaming dog poop. I don't believe that's worth a dime. I believe that was the American government screwing the American people. I believe that was the American government messing around with the American people. I believe that wholeheartedly. Whenever there is something on the horizon and that American citizens don't have to fear anymore. We get thrown something that we have to put all our worries into and start freaking out over. Whenever there is peace and everything's good, you will always get that one little something that will freak out Americans. Prime example. We could be in peace right now. And then you'll get out of the blue. This. There's about to be a government shutdown. Excuse me? You got regular workers working in Walmart. You got regular people working in offices hearing about a government shutdown. And I guarantee you they have no idea what that means for them. They just thinking that, okay, the government's going to shut down. That means we're not going to get that means we're going to get paid or not going to get paid. That's more or less. They're thinking, okay, are we going to get paid? Are we not going to get paid? That's all any worker is thinking about. Because when you hear of a shutdown, you're thinking, of, okay, you're about to screw up my money. You're about to stop what you're doing and cut my money off. When you hear of a shutdown, especially when you're talking about the government. Me, I have to keep on prefacing this and putting a disclaimer out. I have never worked a government job. So I don't know how this works. I'll only give you the optics of a person that hasn't worked in these type of jobs. But for what I see, people lose their mind. And then, well, I'm not going to say, was it last year? Yeah, I believe it was. No. No, it wasn't last year. People were... Whenever there was the last government shutdown, right? And you had all the people in the air... Uh, not in the air, but that worked in the airplane industry. Whether it be the baggage people or the people uh, driving the carts to bring the bags to the uh, workers that had to put the luggage on the airplanes just people that worked in that airport there it is i'm just trying to find the word for it people that worked in the airport they didn't get paid which was foul and i remember driving around with my mother because she had to make an appointment for something i told my mother this i would be Losing my mind. I'll be having a blast at work. Because I'll be looking at them like, you can't tell me nothing right now. You're not paying me. First of all, I wouldn't even be there. 
But if I had to work there and had to show up, well, obligation-wise, I would be rolling around in that cart all day and every day. And I would be keeping a score clock and keeping down on my nose. Okay, I worked this much or I showed up and I've been here for this long and I'm not and I haven't gotten paid for this much. I'm going to hold that into my notebook and whenever this whole government crap gets done, show it to who needs to be shown this and cash in. Because there's no way you're not going to give me what I've worked for. You're not going to give me that. You're not going to give me nothing. You're going to give me what I worked for. You're going to give me my pay. But let me get back to the main thing here because I just went off on a little tangent. The government has to have the American people worry about something. Always worry about something. COVID was something that the top officials knew about, but they didn't want to say nothing to us. I mean, they sprinkle it here in a little newspaper here and there, but nobody pays attention to newspapers like that. People don't got time to be looking at newspapers like that. People pay attention to the Good Morning America, to the Fox News, to the NBC, to the CBS, all that good, and even CNN, all that good timey morning stuff news. Early 2020? Nah. But whenever it really kicked in, about probably about February of 2020, that's whenever I heard about it in college. But again, the government knew about it. And then they try to hold off on as much as they can until, whoopsie. Yeah, you guys got to wear a mask. You guys got to stay inside the house. We don't know what to do yet. So, uh, yeah, you got to make sure you have all your supplies and groceries and everything else because uh, you guys are going to be... You guys are going to be under lockdown. You guys are going to have a curfew to be home by this such and such time. Okay. So you sent people into panic and shock in complete disarray off of you guys not being fully uh, prepared or the lack of information that you wanted to give the American public until what too late. And then you guys felt the need to like, okay, now it's time for us to tell you guys. You guys should have gave people the knowledge of that the first time, but I'm not going to go I'm not going to try to armchair quarterback it with what they should have done. We went through it and now we're coming out at the end of it now. But still, I'm divulging off of everything. The government needs us to fear things. So this time, 2021, they see the world opening up. They give us all these COVID uh, shots. To, not the COVID shots. These uh, vaccine shots, which I'm going to get into that soon. They give us these vaccine shots so you won't get COVID. Well, that's the premise of it. But if you get COVID, you'll be able to withstand it way better than you would have if you didn't have, if you never take the vaccine shot. And you'll be able to get back to your regular life. Now, you see the light. You are getting back into your good ways. You're like, oh my God, this is going to be so great. The government hit you with what? Gas shortage. Hey, there's going to be a gas shortage. Get all the gases you can. The reason why? They're trying to make up for money that America lost in 2020. I don't care what nobody tells you. That's what happened. I want you to stop and think about it. 
How much money did America lose with people not being able to go on tours to for these venues to get their money? How much money did Uncle Sam really lose in 2020? Uncle Sam lost a lot of money that he was supposed to get. Yes, online shopping probably went bananas. Amazon definitely went bananas because I know some packages that were sent here to my home personally. Amazon got big money. So Uncle Sam did well with that front with Amazon. But we're talking about the, all the others. He didn't get his regular uh, size check from the gas companies because people couldn't get gas like that because, well, their jobs were now in their home. Their offices were on their laptops, and the only thing that people required was a good internet. That was it. So Uncle Sam didn't get the good money that he was supposed to get from the gas station. Uncle Sam couldn't get that nice, good, sizable check from the colleges because, well, people in college either had to drop out because they couldn't do it, or either they had to be at home and couldn't go into these dorms and everything else, which, ta-da, Uncle Sam gets a nice, good, solid check from that. Uncle Sam lost on a lot of money, and that means people in Congress lost on, lost on a lot of money. So what was decided? Okay, we're going to have America's, Americans go into complete disarray because of a gas shortage. And we're going to blame it on Russia because, well, we already got American citizens in the palm of our hands blaming Russia on for everything. Now, the 2016 election, hey, I don't know how that works. I'm not the man for that. I personally don't care about it. I can't reverse time. So we're now in 2021. I don't care if Russia did or didn't. I don't care. I can't reverse time for that. But what I do care about is getting to the actual truth with this. Because I am tired of people creating fears for other people. It's not fair. It's not fair to me. It's not fair to my parents. Because by God, my mother was out there with my father. And she had to wait in line and see people in like big old lines just to get gas that were for outrageous prices. Over here, the highest that I saw about what $2.99. Probably in other states it was higher, but I'm talking about the Myrtle Beach area. The highest I saw was $2.99. I never got $2.99. The cheapest I got literally was like $2.50 something. But that was like before like it was like the beginning of this whole cat gas thing. Cause my mother hit me up with Hey, oh, you need to get gas because they said there's going to be a gas shortage. I personally didn't pay attention to it, but I was like, all right, cool. Just to make my mother happy, I got gas and I did it. And then guess what? Later throughout the day, pop on the news, ta-da, gas shortage. I'm tired of the government making people feel that you have to always worry about something. Always, always, whether it be last year getting toilet paper. Years before, government shutdowns. This year, gas supply being shortage because people are coming back and people can't wait to live and go back to their regular lives. So that's when the government decided to, okay, we're going to capitalize on it now. Pull the trigger. Especially in the summer, too. Kids are out and kids want to be out. And parents feel the obligation that they've 
owe the kids this or they they want to give the kids some normalcy. We're going to take you to the beach or we're going to have you uh, go out, go out somewhere to reclaim back our glory that we were supposed to have in 2020 that was robbed from us. These are the thoughts of a parent that have children because summer is approaching and kids are going to be out. And parents want to do fun things with their children. So the government decided to pull the trigger now. Pull it, pull it, pull it. I expect this whole thing to blow over what? June. No, June's too early. July. About the middle of July. Because whenever middle of July hits, that's whenever all the kids have had all their fun. They had it from May to June and even early top of July. And now you're in the middle of July. And now that's whenever it starts simmering down. And parents got to start, okay, we got to get the children's school supplies and shirts and everything. Because kids are about to go right back in school in August. So about middle of July, this whole gas shortage crap is going to be done with. Because the government is not that stupid. Yes, they're stupidos. I'm not going to call them stupid because all they do up there is sit on their butts. But they're not too stupid. They know when to pull the trigger and when to lay off. Mark my words. Middle of July, this whole gas shortage crap is going to be done. But yet again, Americans, human beings, living organisms with, with ears that hear me. This gas shortage was a government-planned situation. You might call me nuts, but I want you just to think about it and just sit here. Because I'm about to lay it out for you again. They take these small states, but they don't take New York and California. They don't take them. Gerald, they took Texas. That's a big state. Well, congratulations. They took Texas. They had to make it look normal. But they didn't make it too normal. Because New York and California, that would have been perfect. They can't make it perfect. They have to create some scrutiny to it. For them, to, for people like myself, who they would call conspiracy theorists, to have these their conspiracies. No, I'm just telling you something that's common knowledge. If you were going to take over something in America, you would take over something in New York or California or even Florida, or even Texas. Those are the four biggies in this country. But the two biggies are New York and California, but those two didn't get touched. But I digress. That's just my thinking of that. But now let's get into some happy, happier news. People that have been fully vaccinated can't shed their mask in most places. And this is coming from Reuters, I'm going to give you the name of R-E-U-T-E-R-S, Reuters. And it reads, the U.S. Centers for Central uh, no, Disease Control and Prevention, CDC, on Thursday advised that fully vaccinated people do not, have to, do not need to wear masks outdoors and can avoid wearing them indoors in most places. Updated guidance. The agency said will allow life to begin and return to normal. The CDC, which hopes the guidance will prod more Americans to get vaccinated, also said fully immune people will not 
need to physically distance in most places. The turnaround came just 16 days after the CDC issued revised guidance that left many restrictions in place for vaccinated people. The agency came under fire and marked for initially discouraging immunized grandparents to fly to visit loved ones. The CDC director Rochelle Walensky said the new guidance was based on a sharp reduction in cases, expansions of vaccine to younger people, and vaccine efficiency against coronavirus variants. Let me just get you guys into the parts that I want. Uh, right here. The new guidance says vaccinated Americans can resume all travel, do not need to quarantine after international trips, and do not need to be tested for COVID-19 if exposed to someone who is COVID-19 positive but asymptomatic. However, however, Americans still face some international travel restrictions, including non-essential trips to Canada. Masks become a political issue in the United States when the then-President Donald Trump resisting mandating face covering while President Joe Biden embraced masks and mandated them for transit hubs. Some U.S. states issue aggressive mask mandates while others declined or dropped them months ago. The CDC said fully vaccinated people should still wear masks where required by federal, state, local, tribal, or territorial laws and abide by rules and regulations set by local businesses and workplace. Now, I know we live in America, and I know we are living in the land of the brave, home of the free. You get your shots, you don't get your shots. That's the deal with this. What I'm about to slip, what I'm about to lead with this. As you are living in America, we are the only country that I know of. Well, I'm not gonna say that. That'd be the whole complete truth. We live in this country where it's okay if you don't get the vaccination, or you do. People don't care. People just want to go out and have fun and do what they did before coronavirus hit, but it's going to look down upon if you don't take that vaccine shot. I'm already going to tell you right now, I'm not taking the vaccine shot until what, about a year from now or a year and a couple months. And I'm going to give you my reasons why. I have a personal problem with this vaccine of the idea that this virus, this disease came out, what, to the American people a year ago, right? And somehow, within a year, we were able to come up with a drug to slow it down and kill it off and basically tell anybody that if you happen to get coronavirus, well, you'll be able to withstand it and be able to be better than you would be if you didn't have the vaccine shot. I don't feel comfortable in that. I don't feel comfortable in that being the approach. I feel that this whole medicine is too soon. It's too soon. I mean, I'm glad that people are getting the vaccine and they feel safe about getting it. It's all about you feeling comfortable in it. That's all it's all about, to be truly honest with you, with this vaccine. That's what it's all come down to but for me I can't I'm not comfortable with it off of this fact alone we've had K 
cancer and HIV or AIDS for a good number of years. And yes, you hear the commercials where people that might have a HIV, right? That are HIV positive, they now are given these pills or some type of medicine that will give them the ability to live a normal life. And I'm going to say quote unquote on that. And what I mean by that is you're not going to die quickly as people in the past have died quickly of HIV. Now, since this medicine is around, you're giving these people that medicine that have HIV and you're able to slow that process down. We haven't found the medicine to kill HIV yet. I mean, you get some miracle cases here and there once or tw- once or twice, but nobody has seriously locked down the formula of, okay, here's what will kill uh, HIV. Nobody has locked down the cure, which will kill AIDS. Nobody has locked down the cure, which will kill, what, cancer? I never knew how dangerous cancer was until my mom or my brother asked this question. I don't know which one. Oh, no, it was my mom. She asked, she asked uh, me and my brothers this question. Which one, rather you, which one would you have? Cancer or AIDS? I told uh, my people. No, no, she didn't say AIDS. She said HIV. Be specific with you, because I don't want to say it wrong. She said HIV or AIDS, uh, not AIDS, but cancer. I picked cancer in a heartbeat. I said, okay, I'll pick cancer. My brother quit picked uh, HIV, and I'm not sure what my third brother said. My mother asked us, why do we pick each one? And I can't remember what my other brother said, but I can remember what I said. I said, HIV, they have no cure for HIV. Cancer, I can at least get something that I can almost have a possibility to uh, kill this cancer thing off. My mother hit me with this reality. My mother said, Gerald, people have lived longer with HIV than they have with cancer. Cancer will take you out within a stroke of time, quickly. Yes, my mother knows that you can go and take some, uh, go and do some type of uh, situation where people uh, give you the stuff into your body where you have the effects of, okay, you lose your hair, you start feeling sickly and all this type of stuff. These uh, acids and chemicals that can try to kill this cancer cell off in your body. My mom knows this and she broke it down to me in a way and I was like, huh. But people make it sound like AIDS and HIV are the death sentence and cancer is like beatable. That's the way that cancer is so marketed. But I digress. We haven't found the cure for AIDS, HIV, or cancer. We haven't found none of those. But somehow we were able to lock in and find a solvable situation for this COVID-19 corona. We have found a vaccine for that. I'm just not comfortable with it. Me personally, I'm not comfortable with putting my body on the line. I'm a 
I'm a health risk already. My throat isn't uh, the best. I have had throat issues before, so I'm already know I'm one kind of knock step away from uh open from having my uh, body open up that door, and the Grim Reaper coming to take you, boy. I'm not too uh, lost on that idea. Shoot, my mom wants me to get the vaccine shot because she's already warned me that you're the biggest health risk throughout the whole family. You should be getting it more than anybody else. I can't because I have my own principles that I live on. And that's just one of them. I can't put my body on the line for an idea that might or might not happen. Of me being taken out by this COVID-19 shoot. I've been doing fine throughout this whole pandemic. I haven't felt ill. I haven't lost my uh, sense of smell, taste, any of these things that COVID does to you. The one thing I have lost is being able to go in person with people close proximity of people that I don't know and have a conversation. All my classes have taken part in Zoom. But yet again, I'm on a sidetrack here. I can't ride with the vaccine yet. Not me yet. Not me. Now, do I uh, do I find anybody that gets the vaccine shot as, oh my God, you're putting yourself on a, no, no. Go ahead and do it, man. I don't care. Do you do what makes you feel comfortable? But I believe that every human being should not try to vilify somebody that either gets it or don't gets it. Don't get on your high horse or try to vilify somebody for getting the vaccine and say, oh my God, you're an idiot. You're being a crash test donating to the government and they're going to do this and that. How can you trust it? Hey, they feel safe in their body. They feel safe in their mind. This is all this about feeling safe within you. And I understand why they want to do it. They want to go out back outside and be able to live the normal life that we had in 2019 and before on. They want to be able to do these things quickly. That's what they want. And it's fine and dandy. Cool. But the people that don't take the vaccine shots... I don't need for you guys to have given, that have been, that have received the shot. I am tongue-tied all over. That have been gotten the vaccine to vilify people like myself that decide not to get the vaccine. I don't need to hear that neither. You need to let people like myself ride and let it be alright. They have their own personal reasons. I have mine. I told you why. Just let it be. Hey, they don't feel comfortable with taking it. But my point is, get the vaccine. Don't get the vaccine. Don't be a, don't be a punk to, to either side. Be a good human being. I'm just advising anybody that if you're going to take it, good. If you don't take it, good. Amen. This is all you. But we are opening up. The world is opening back up to uh, us as humans. The world is opening. When I keep on ending this podcast off, I keep on saying, well, uh, there is a bright light at the end of this tunnel and we just got to keep scratching and clawing. We're going to make it there. We're already about there by the end of 2020. We're going to that bright light is going to be there and every human being is going to see that bright light. I believe that 
we just had to, I think that a higher power had to put us all on pause so we all can reassess ourselves and take a hard look at ourselves last year. I believe whenever the world starts really opening up, you know, it's starting to open up, and I mean like really, really open up, you, everybody's not going to take things for granted as they once did before. People are going to be wanting to communicate with people more and probably stay in touch with people more than they probably did before. People are going to do more things than they've probably never done before in their life. People are going to take more risk. People are going to uh, start more businesses. People are going to create more opportunities for themselves that they didn't see before the pandemic. The pandemic had to put you in... Uh, pause and make you look around in your life and more importantly look at yourself and say why haven't I done this or what do I want to accomplish in my life or more importantly how am I going to be a better person coming out of this pandemic than I was entering this pandemic that's what 2020 has done for to us is going to make us really appreciate each other out here. And yes, where people are still going to be trash, it's a fact of life. People are going to be trash at the end of the day. People are going to be trash and when they wake up. People are going to be trash whenever they talk to other people. But I believe there's going to be less trashy people in this world than it was before then. Because everybody has suffered a loss. Every family member on this planet has suffered a loss, whether you lost a friend through COVID, or you lost a family member, or you lost a pet. You lost somebody that you have once had in contact with that has died over COVID-19 or during 2020, or even during early 2021. I will call 2020 to the early 2021 era the COVID era. Everybody has been affected by it, but we are now coming out of it and we are that light is getting bigger and bigger, ladies and gentlemen. And I just want to throw this to you right here. This is coming from the Washington Post. Fox News viewers are getting mixed messages about whether to take the vaccine. And it all depends on who they talk to. Now, it reads off if you're a Fox News fan, your opinion or whether you should get the Corona vaccine uh, may depend on when or who you watch on its on its 8 p.m. show. Opinion host Tucker Carlson has constantly derailed efforts to promote vaccination. Almost 4,000 people died after getting the COVID vaccine, he warned last week, implying cautionary caution yeah cautionary where experts say there is none and relying on self-reported and unverified data from the vaccine adverse events reporting system. But elsewhere on the schedule, many other Fox commentators may take up the benefits of vaccination, sometimes clashing with their own colleagues on air. This is so much freedom, Fox and Friends co-host Ashley Earhart said during a segment on Monday morning telling viewers that she and her two co-hosts have been vaccinated. I will tell you when I got it, it was just like, okay, now I know I'm not going to get the virus. I'm not going to die from it, even if I do get it. 
Her co-host, Scott Ducey, said getting vaccinated was a relief, adding that it's the people who have not gotten the shot, which ultimately they're the ones who are in peril. But the third co-host, Brian Kilman, appeared to defend those who have not chosen to get the vaccinations. They're, they are making their own decisions, he said. If you choose, don't. If you don't choose it, that's okay. Fox News is usually leaning towards the Republican side, and usually everybody on their station is usually on a one accord. It's funny that now on this one thing, the shot, they are split in the middle. It's funny. I would think that in a big corporate conglomerate like Fox, Everybody should be on one accord. Like, everybody in CBS, I believe, should be on one accord. Well, would be on one accord. Everybody in CBS. Well, ABC, CBS, NBC, even CNN will be on one accord on, like, this big issue of this vaccine vaccination shot. Go out and get it. Because that's what you hear from big companies. Because big companies want money at the end of the day. That's their bottom line. Money plays a big factor. But for Fox to be split down the middle, that's just real interesting to me. Especially coming from, well, douchebag himself, Tucker Carlson. Dude, listen here. Don't try to scare off people. Oh, 4,000 people died from the vaccine shot. Dude, don't do that. Don't do that. People are already afraid right now. People are afraid of everything. But you don't have to put that false thing into them. I'm just if you would just straight up to tell them, listen, break down the break this down. The timeline from whenever the vaccine uh shot would have got made to whenever it got introduced. Break down the timeline of when cancer got introduced. Just break down the timeline and just make it and have them think about it. You're giving them the ball, you're giving them the research that you have thought of well of these big things. You're giving it off to these people and you're letting them think about it. Don't say, oh, the vaccinations killed 4,000 people, which it hasn't. You can't report something like that. That is not true. That's not credible. And most importantly, he should get took it off air for something like that, spewing something like that. It's not cool. Just say, hey, listen, to anybody that gets the vaccine, cool. To anybody that don't want to get it, cool. That's all you got to do. But I would think that all these big companies would all get in line and say, you know what, we're going to uh, make our people get the vaccine shot or we're going to try to play into the idea of, okay, let's try to promote getting the shot so we have the American people go out and spend money and get make our advertisers happy and have them pour more money and pour more uh, this and that back into this product into this company because these are Fox News uh, supporters and watchers going out there and getting the vaccine. Everything always ties around to money. Everything. Everything ties around to money. And yet again, just for Fox News itself, because usually they're all on one accord. It's just funny that on this big important thing, they're not on one accord. They're not. I, I just find that a little funny for me. But here's my question to anybody that's listening to this. If you've gotten the shot, 
Are you going to look at people weird and strange that haven't gotten the vaccine vaccine shot? And for the people that have gotten the vaccine shot, well, not that haven't gotten the vaccine shot. Whenever a person that's, how are you going to feel getting the question of why haven't you taken the vaccine? Are you going to try to spew some ludicrous thing to them or are you just going to tell them how you truly feel about the shot? That's my question here. Me personally, I'm going to have fun with this whole thing. I'm going to wear my mask indoors and make people uncomfortable. That's me. And people are going to look at me so weird. And I'm going to look at them so weird because this is just too quick for us to like try to throw out our mask and get back to 2019. It's still too quick to me, man. It's still too quick. I want everybody to be safe. I want everybody to enjoy themselves. But be cautionary with this whole thing. I want you guys to all just be aware that, yo, still have your mask on deck. Just in case. Because remember, after summer, it turns into fall. And during fall season, that's whenever people start getting a little bit of the sicklies. And start coughing up and anything else. And that's whenever the flu starts kicking in. Flu... With a combination of COVID, ooh, that's a deadly convo. That's a deadly combination right there. I'm just saying, keep your mask in hand. But with all that being said, I got to go back to college in person in the fall. And I'm going to be wearing my mask in class. I wonder how the seating arrangement is going to work because... In the fall of 2020, you had the option to go into class or you did the whole Zooming business. And they even gave you video of certain classes of how it looked. There were mad X's on seats. People were nowhere close to each other. A class that's probably got like 30 people in. You probably can get about, what, 12 people in. And sit in that class? That's just weird to me. Yet again, I'm used to just sitting around people. So now, with this whole thing going back, and we're all going to be back in class and back and face-to-face, it's going to be fun to see that how many people are going to be inside wearing a mask that haven't got vaccinated. Or people that's not going to be wearing a mask and playing off the facade of they got vaccinated, but they didn't. Me, I'm not gonna play on the side. I'm gonna tell people point blank. I haven't gotten the shot. I'm wearing my mask. I don't trust it yet. And if they're cool with it, they're cool. If they're not, hey, too bad. You gotta deal with me. You gotta deal with seeing me in there every day. I'm gonna make you uncomfortable. If you're uncomfortable with it, hey, yo, you gotta deal with that with yourself. Because you should know, and the school should know, that people in there should wear are gonna be wearing a mask. That should be a mandated thing to wear a mask. Inside the classrooms. But hey, whatever. That's just my two cents on that. Haha, <laughs> I brought it in yet again. Now, before I leave out of here, I just wanted to read you an article on something. This is coming from Yahoo, and the article is Target, Starbucks, and other retailers may face a horrible new wave of confrontations 
over masks following updated CDC rules. Uh, the Central for Disease Control and Prevention relaxing of the rules around wearing masks to slow the spread of coronavirus is likely to create an ugly situation for retail businesses and workers in the U.S. this summer. Critics says, as per the new guidance, the CDC recommended that fully vaccinated Americans can go mask-free in most indoor and outdoor spaces. Unvaccinated or partially vaccinated people should wear a mask, and ultimately it is up to the individual states to decide if they want to follow any of these recommendations or not. Critics say the announcement presents a host of challenges because the CDC guidance doesn't align with local and state mandates. The enforcement of mass rules could fall on store owners, and that could lead to a rise in altercation between, between customers and these workers. Enforcing mass mandates in stores have been a complex issue over the course of the pandemic, and one that at best has been an added stress to retail workers. At worst, it has been a risk to their lives. Under the new guidelines, retailers and their employees are put in a situation where they don't know who is and who is not vaccinated and whether that person should be wearing a mask. My opinion on this is everybody still should be wearing a mask inside uh, any store and all these other stores because you don't know who has been vaccinated. You don't know who hasn't. People are not going to keep that vaccination card on them. That's not happening. So I my suggestion is if I was a business owner or any type of these uh businesses i will make people wear a mask inside my store until uh the cdc has said we have 90 percent people uh vaccinated because we're still about what the 60 percentile of it we're not at 100 yet we're at 60 percent so that's still it well now in this grading system that's a d my grading system when i was a child coming up that was an f well yeah that was an f but anyway, now it's a D. America's at a D right now. It needs to be a B or an A before we start taking these masks off. So that would be my suggestion. Everybody still should wear a mask inside of uh, businesses, whether you got vaccinated or not. Wear your mask because all these uh, business owners and all these workers are not trying to uh, fight with people over their mask or anything like that. Like I said, once you walk out of your business, once you walk out of that business, hey, you can do whatever you want. You can take your mask off and walk around and run with it, or you can keep your mask on. Hey, they don't care what you want, what you do. But whenever you're in my business, you're going to keep your mask on, and that's all to it. Because we don't know who has been vaccinated, who has been vaccinated. That's what should happen. As a business owner, that's what should be placed on these glasses. Now, yes, certain people aren't going to care about it. Certain people are going to be able to walk in your place without a mask. But you now have the authority to kick them out of your place of business because they don't want to wear a mask. Because you have placed it on your uh, window before they walk into the building, before they walk into your establishment. Hey, before you walk in here, you need to have a mask on because if you don't, you're going to be asked to leave or something of that nature. You've given them fair warning right at the door. So you now have the ability to kick them out because they did not follow your rules. That would be my uh, situation and that would be my uh, solution to this situation. Continue to have your mask on until the CDC says we have 90% covered in America, and that's whenever I believe businesses should be like, okay, we're just going to start 
taking these masks off now. But hey, that's just my opinion on the on these uh topics and yeah, let me give you my social media handles. On Twitter, I am at, at my two podcast. In parentheses, if you want to look up uh my not in parentheses, but if you want to look it up, it's my two cents podcast, all one word, all on Twitter. Instagram, my two cents podcast G2. You're gonna get the uh logo, not the logo, you're gonna get the episode title, uh the picture for it, it will pop up on Podbean. For that specific uh, episode, that's what I basically post up on my Instagram. And I give you like the same little uh, information that you will see on Podbeam of what I'm talking about. And for business inquiries, it is my2centspod at yahoo.com. I'll say it again. My2centspod at yahoo.com. And in all these social media links, there is always the two. It's not T-W-O. It's the simple. You actually put the number two in. There you go. Now, let me end you guys with this. Uh, my wrestling podcast, my wrestling episode will be coming out tomorrow, early Monday morning, because I'm going to be watching uh, Backlash and I'm going to give you the information. I'm going to give you the results and highlights of wrestling basically from Monday, from Monday Night Raw all the way to tonight's episode, tonight's uh, pay-per-view of Backlash. That's going to be uh, my wrestling episode. It's going to be dropping early Monday morning. So fair warning. That's the reason why my wrestling uh, episode didn't come out the day yesterday, Saturday, which usually comes out. And I will always preference this every time before a pay-per-view comes out. My wrestling episodes will come out on a Saturday whenever there is no pay-per-views. But whenever there is a pay-per-view of substance, a.k.a. an AEW pay-per-view, or a WWE pay-per-view, the wrestling episode will be coming out on a Monday morning. Just want to preference that and give you that disclaimer right there. Now that I've gotten that out of the way, I want you guys to have a great rest of the week. I want you guys to take every day step by step. Continue to wear your mask. I understand that you might be vaccinated. You might be cool and all. Uh, but still wear your mask because you don't know who hasn't got vaccinated and who has been uh, silly willy with everything in their life. Just uh, continue to wear your mask, man. That's my suggestion to it. And remember, we are uh, closing in on this uh, light at the end of this tunnel. You just got to keep pushing. I understand that uh, we we as humans, we fear everything, but you got to conquer that fear and just continuously go. Don't fall into a propaganda from the media or better yet the media the government that sends it to the media so they can uh, blow it up but uh yeah just keep pushing keep going have a great day have a great rest of the week and this isn't goodbye this is until you hear this sweet sounding voice again next well well tomorrow morning but on my sunday episodes next week yet again um this has been my two cents pro but my god tongue twister there my two cents podcast presented by g2 i thank you all for listening to me and uh with that being said have a good rest of the week have a good day uh bye bye now i'm tired you tired uh-huh. jesus wept